Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Watching World Podcast. It's great to have you here as always. The Watching World Podcast is a podcast of abundant life based in Lee Summit, Missouri, whose mission is to see lives changed by Jesus and whose vision is to be living proof of a loving God to a watching world. As always, I'm your host, Les Norman, and it is an honor to be part of this. We're celebrating two years now with the Watching World Podcast. That seems like yesterday, but thank you to all of you that continue to um, say, hey, I've listened to this episode and, and this episode. All I can say is, is that praise God for all of you that continue to listen and what he's doing in your life. Just remember, a podcast can only point you to the Savior. A topic can can really heal and and start the process of things like that or give you information or, or anything. But remember, the purpose of the Watching World podcast is to glorify God, and, and you are always prayed for. If you're hearing my voice right now, you are prayed for, and one of the main prayers is that you would see the Lord through this podcast, and so that's why we exist, to glorify God. One of the things that you've heard me talk about in the Watching World podcast for all these two years, um, not just my testimony or all the great guests we have on, but the importance of community and especially the importance of family. You know, um, I've shared my story of my, my dad not being a believer and being abusive and leaving when I was 12. And so in my life, it is important. Uh, my bride and I just celebrated our 26th wedding anniversary. And as we look back, we can't believe our boys are 21 and 18, but we see two young men that love the Lord. And, and that is all God and working through us. But my bride and I have been very, very intentional about spending time with them, training them up in the Lord, raising them in a way that they can be glorified. And, and I promise you, my wife is a lot closer to perfect than I ever could hope to be. And I'm so thankful they had time with her. But in this family unit, uh, we have really tried to spend great time with them and do the things we need to do because the arrows are just about launched. They're just about gone. And so when we see them loving the Lord and being leaders in their, in their groups and in their spheres of influence, we are so thankful and praising God. So I say that for this reason. It's important for me to find people out there and to introduce you to people and to bring people to the Watching World podcast that are living that life, that are professionals in this arena. And, and we've got a great guest for you today. Um, I'm truly honored he is here. Dr. Joshua Straub is here. Um, you can go to joshuastraub.com or famousathome.com. You can find him on Facebook, Instagram. They are all over social media. And him and his bride, Christy, host a podcast called Famous at Home. And that's available on Apple or Google Podcasts. Podcast on Stitcher and Spotify, and uh, Joshua here, Doctor Straub. Uh, Doctor Straub, I, do I call you Josh? Do I call you Joshua? Doctor Straub. You can call me Josh, and it's an honor to be with you, Les. Well, Josh, thank you for being here. Um, Josh is the the co-founder and president of Famous at Home. He's a husband, father of three. He's a speaker, marriage and leadership coach. Like I said, he's the the podcast host as well, and he's the author or co-author of of nine books. And and the two I want to name before we dive in. The first one, Famous at Home, Seven Decisions to Put Your Family Center Stage in a World Competing for Your Time, Attention, and Identity. I, I want to read that book 170 times today just because it, it is so important and the world just gets crazier with social media and, and so many things. And then the other one is Safe House, How Emotional Safety is the Key to Raising Kids Who Live, Love, and Lead Well. Um, him and his bride have offered, authored children's books as well. So again, just go to joshuastraub.com or famousathome.com to find out more. So Josh, Dr. Straub, 
thanks for being here, man. And and people don't realize this. We had a fun conversation about our sports background and family. So it's great to have you here and I appreciate you taking the time. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. It is an honor to be with you. You know, it's wild. You guys are out there in Missouri and uh, we didn't even talk about this ahead of time, but you know, our first two uh, kids, we have three kids. We have a 10 year old son, an eight year old daughter, and then a almost three year old. He's two and wow. a half. Uh, uh, little boy, yeah. and uh, but our first two were actually born in Missouri, so we were oh, living really? in Branson. Okay. Yeah, we were living in Branson, yeah. So I was on staff at a church there, and uh, um, so our first two are, are, are born Missourians. So. Wow. Let's see. I, I knew there was something even more I liked about you. You got that in your blood. So yeah, we're only three hours from there, and we've we've been there. When my kids were little, um, we took them to the one. Um, it's the end. I can't even remember the name of it right now, but it was the indoor water park hotel next to the big golf indoor golf place. I don't know if you remember that at all. It's oh been a my while, goodness! There's probably only seventy of them down there. Yeah, I don't even know the big country. I think it was big country one. Oh, or something. big country, maybe. Yes, yeah, yeah. Funny, yep. we never even went there. Of course, our kids were so little at the time; we weren't taking them to sl- water slides at that point. So. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, well, let's dive in. Tell us first about Famous at Home. Um, what what is this ministry and the book? Um, and and later on, I'll ask you why you started it. But just give us an idea of what Famous at Home is all about. Yeah, Famous at Home. Um, well, I can even really start about how how it kind of all got started. Yes. I mean, for us, we were um, my wife and I both have counseling backgrounds. We. Uh, really through the years were for me before I even got married was working with juvenile delinquents and troubled families and really seeing the impact of fatherlessness on homes and particularly on, on, on young boys, on men, young men. And as, as that evolved, as, as Christy and I got married, we met and got married and, you know, our ministry is evolving, uh, just having a background in crisis response as well. One of the most frequent calls I would receive were from business leaders or ministry leaders or people who had some sort of stage of some type, um, and it was a moral or ethical failure of some kind. Mm. And you know, can you help put this crisis back together? Can you give us the next best steps? You know, you know, they're they're on the verge of divorce, and can you figure this out? And can you help us walk through this? And I got to a point where I realized every single common denominator in these moments were there was there was a a drive in the world but the one place that was getting neglected was home and we wanted to find a way to really prevent this from happening nobody gets married and 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 you know thinks that they're going to eventually um neglect the home or that sure. it's going to become second place mm-hmm. right yeah. it's not going to be put center stage but that's just what happens in a very Western career driven, um, I know we have people listening from all over the world, but when you are, when, when you're living in such a career driven culture and, a, and an identity driven culture and who, and what your identity is placed in, when you're not, and you're in an individualistic culture and your identity is not put in family where it had been for, for, for literally um, thousands of years prior, you know, you know, for 2000 years prior, I mean, most your identity was in who you were as a husband or a father or a, a wife or a mother and who your, your last name was and what, what clan you belong to or what tribe you belong to mm-hmm. or what your family name is. And, and, and that started the shift here. And we started to see this and we said, we wanted to find a way to, to prevent those things from happening. And we saw this through research. We saw this anecdotally. You see this in the scriptures. But when we prioritize home, and there's a, a double entendre there when we're famous at home, yeah. our earthly home, 
But that comes out of my ability to be famous in my earthly home really flows ultimately out of my already knowing that I'm famous in my heavenly home, that I am a, a beloved son of God. When I experience that, I show up so differently for my wife and for my kids. And when I prioritize home, and everything else in the world falls into place. Mm. Everything that, that God is calling us to, to go out and do outside the home starts falling into place. And you leave your home in a way, whether you're, uh, you know, whether you're, no matter what you're called to, you, you step out into the world. Tim Keller describes it this way. He says, when you, uh, you, everything in your life could be going incredibly well. You, you know, you could have more money than you've ever had in your life. Your job could be going well. Everything could be going well. But if your marriage is not going well, you step out into the world in weakness. That's right. And he he said the so opposite's good. also true. The opposite's also true. Your life could be a disaster. It could be a wreck. You could be, you know, broke. You just lost your job. But if your marriage is strong, you step out into the world in strength. Mm-hmm. And wow. we saw that over and over and over again. And we just got to the place of going, let's help people be famous at home because at the end of life, that's what we, that's what every, that's what it matters to everyone anyway. Ugh. And so that's kind of where this all got started and what the mission is all about. Josh, I think I, we, we could either end the podcast there or just talk for the next three weeks <laughs> straight through. I mean, that's amazing. <laughs> you know, I've shared the story, I think over a year ago, but I heard a, a friend speak, his name Rod Hanley, he's the CEO of Character That Counts, and he was speaking at a local church, and I, I liked, I, I'm the guy that back when you went to movie theaters, I had to be early, like a 30 minutes early, like I'm coming in when the when the movies, when people are coming out of the movie prior, and I want to find yeah, my seat, yeah. and just get settled, and so yep. I like to do that even when I go attend, if I'm not speaking at events, I want to go sit and get ready, and I don't mind sitting all the way in the back, I just want to get there and, and get settled, and so I was late, and I was stressed, and I, I walk into this church, and he's just getting ready to speak, and I wasn't sure of the topic, and uh, there's only one seat, and it's in the back next to a grandmother and a daughter, a mom and a daughter fussing because the baby who was in a diaper um, and the diaper needed to be changed and the baby was crying and fussy. And that was really the, literally the only seat. So I sit down and I'm stressed already. And I look up as soon as I sit down walking through these people and my buddy Rod says, "You have, if you go out into the world and minister to the world, but you fail to do it at home, Shame on you and shame on us because your ministry begins in the driveway. And I got up and I left right away because it was the conviction that I was doing. And this was like 20 years ago, but I was doing it backwards. I I was thinking, I got to go out and do all this and do all this. And when I saw Famous at Home, I'm like, yes, that's it. This message never gets old and it's never too late. And we need to understand that the marriage is the strength. The firm foundation of Jesus has to start at home. And so I even put a sign in my garage that as soon as my garage door goes up, the first thing I see is your ministry begins now. And uh, it's, yeah, it's been life changing. so good. Yeah. Life changing. the phrase we use, I, I use it as a sign off on our podcast, is that the greatest red carpet you'll ever walk is through your front door. <laughs> okay, I, that's my new sign in my garage. Well, maybe I'll put that by my front door. <laughs> I think about that because I just think of our kids just running. My wife, you know, you want your wife coming to you as you come through the door, yes. celebrating your day and mm. not 
not and, and vice versa when she comes through the door for me to go celebrate her coming into the day as opposed to each of us you know being resentful that the other was gone or you know here the kids are yours now and you know but to really build that team bond in the home that i mean your greatest fans are under your roof yes. right now yeah and to pay attention to that because what we end up doing is we live in a social media world where we're trying to create fans gain fans gain followers do all these things and we're neglecting the little fans under our roof and oh, that wow. it starts there if yeah. we get that right all the other stuff will fall into place. So, Josh, what was your upbringing like? Because we talked a little bit, but but our upbringing was was different. And I remember um, we'd gone to this this it's called a PAO conference, Pro Athletes Outreach Conference. Went to it twenty five years ago, long time ago. But one of the ministries throughout that week is is that they take a few of us and you go into into prisons and jails. Mm. Uh, and this was in L.A. and they had told us a story there that Hallmark would come in on Mother's Day and Father's Day. And on Mother's Day, they couldn't bring enough cards for these inmates. And it was an all-male uh, institution. On Father's Day, they couldn't give away cards. It was wow. just the, Yeah, it was just the big difference. And, and I was taken by that, and it brought me back, and I had that rough childhood. But your childhood, you were raised a little bit differently. So, you know, what is the difference? Are... are I'm living proof that you can have a really not good relationship, an abusive dad, but but eventually you're going to be okay. Some well, not everybody, but for me, it it worked out that way. And we had talked a little bit, but um, you know, father wounds are re are the real deal. And so, tell yeah, us a little bit about yeah. your background and how can some dads or future dads that maybe have had a difficult time be able to get through that and and learn how to be famous at home. Yeah, that's a great question. You know, my background. My parents uh, were amazing parents. Like I, I love them so dearly. Um, in fact, I thought I had an amazing childhood until I was 10 years old. And I woke up one morning and my mom came into my bedroom and she said, Josh, she said, I'm moving out today. Do you want to go with me or stay here with your dad? Mm. And up to that point, I hadn't seen my family. I hadn't seen my parents argue. Like I, it wasn't like I was living in an abusive home. I wasn't, they weren't yelling and screaming at each other. It was just like this, like, what the world just happened. Yeah. So, um, for a 10 year old, I that's was, gotta be shattering to hear that. I mean, uh, no pretext, just boom, just boom. Like, right. Like that. And, and what was fascinating about that is I, I, I maintained a really strong, I decided I, I, I was the firstborn. Uh, it makes sense. I became a counselor. Um, sure. I was the people pleaser. I was the fixer. I was the one who I decided to go back and forth every other week, even though I chose to keep my things at my dad's house. And I can count on one hand, you know, my dad, divorce was rampant in my family. So, I mean, I can count, I mean, every single person in my family, from my parents to my grandparents, to my aunts and uncles, everyone was divorced at least once, most of them twice. Um, I, I, and, and I mean, it was just, it was just everywhere, but at the same time, I can count on one hand the number of wrestling matches or baseball games that my dad missed. Mm. And it was because he couldn't get off work in time to go be there. Mm -hmm. Like he was always in the stands for me. But what I realized is also too, that in big emotional moments of my life, um, my dad didn't know how to be there for me. It was like, I started to take care of my dad and I was the one who was, you know, and so there was a dependence um, there was a really a codependency there that was not really healthy. It was a, a, an yeah. attachment 
that um that i didn't even really pay attention to um but i did have a great dad like i i'm I, like i love my dad dearly the things that he has that he has instilled in me and i just i tell people this all the time i believe you know the bible says we're to honor our parents mm-hmm. and i believe that one of the best ways to honor our parents isn't to deny what they didn't give to us but to take what they did give to us in the best way that they could, because what I realized was um, I did a, a genogram and I started looking at a genogram is kind of like a family tree, except it's a family tree that comes to life because you start to see patterns. That's where I started to see divorce pop off I, off the charts. I started to even see in my family of origin, I started to see how um, uh, a passivity in men. Right. And, right. and this, um, and, and I started to see this and I started to go, wow, like, how is that even playing out into me today? And so, but what I saw was that my dad's dad left him when he was 12. Right. And so he didn't have a father who was emotionally available to him. So for my dad to be there the way that he was for me, I wanted to just take that, what he gave me and level that up for my kids. Yeah. Because I think there's no greater way to honor your family lineage than to take what your parents did give you and level that up for your kids' kids and for their grandkids and so on and so forth. I think that's what honor really is all about, is how can we honor our parents by leveling up what they gave us? Mm, That's so good. So good. Dr. Joshua Straub is our guest. You can go to joshuastraub.com, famousathome.com, and you can check out their podcast, Famous at Home. Uh, It's available on Apple or Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. He he co-hosts that with his bride, Dr. Christy Straub, and they have three kids, like he said before. So, Josh, uh, emotional health is so important. You and your bride talk about this so much. It's important in families and and being healthy uh, is important in families. You talk about social media. I've, I've listened to some episodes and, and read some of your stuff on screen time, things like that. Mm. This is the world we're raising our kids in. I, I remember even I'm, I'm going to be 54 in a few weeks, and I can still remember when mobile phones, what's that? When are the UFOs coming next? I mean, there's just, you know, yeah. wow, this is crazy. And now it's like we can't live without them. So, you know, what are some healthy and unhealthy things that that pull away from the relationships that we need to foster with our kids? Yeah, it's a great question. You know, I think for me, I remember back, I mean, I didn't even have a cell phone until I graduated college. So I'm, I mean, I'm 43, but I, same with you, like I remember those days and I feel so much more of that generation than I even do this one. Right. But I, you know, I think there's a, I think there's a wall and a barrier. It's similar to how uh, it's what we chase. And we talk about this in Famous at Home. Every single one of us is chasing something. Um, you know, it's really this spiritual addiction that we have, right? But it's, it's the idols that we chase when we don't feel like we're doing well in life or that we want to get to the next level in a certain thing. And, and I think these, these things that we tend to chase, that, that screen time has become such a replacement for a lot of, of, of things that we chase. So for example, you know, it used to be that, you know, drinking and drugs and all these things. And those are still very, very, uh, you know, uh, those are still idols and those are things people turn to. But today it's so easy to just start scrolling on your phone mm-hmm. or uh, binge uh, watch Netflix mm-hmm. uh, when we're not doing well. And those are socially acceptable. Drinking and drugs might not be socially acceptable anymore, but, you know, they might not be socially acceptable, but binge watching Netflix and the next show and scrolling through social media and Instagram and Facebook and those things are socially acceptable. But what ends up happening is, is when you bring those into your home, 
remember our kids are crying out for their for our attention they just want our presence and and what's fascinating to me is to really i to really help our kids you know i mentioned this early on in the podcast that you know there's a double entendre for mm-hmm. being famous at home and i genuinely believe that my ability to show up well and be famous in my earthly home really reflects back on how well i know that i'm a beloved son of god amen how well i know that i'm loved by god yeah. and you see even when when Jesus is baptized, before Jesus ever even goes out into his ministry, before he does anything else, he gets baptized. And in that baptism, this is in Matthew chapter 3, verse 16 and 17. I love this because it, I think it speaks to what we need to pay attention to as parents is Jesus gets baptized. He says he comes up out of the water, the heavens open, and a dove descends, and he hears a voice um, here's my son with whom I am well pleased. And w- what we see there in that very moment is the father's presence. Yeah. Before Jesus ever even went out, the father was present in Jesus's earthly life from the very beginning. Yeah. And I think for us, we have to realize how much our, our presence matters. And it, I didn't even get to the uh, my son in whom I'm well pleased, my right. daughter in whom I'm well pleased. That's what I was thinking that's right a, there. That, that, I mean, that's a whole other component of this. Mm-hmm. Just the very fact that they were present, that, that he was present, that the father was present before Jesus ever went out to do anything. And so I think we as parents, our ability, I just recently did this, and I'm not saying everybody needs to do this, but I actually just turned my iPhone into a dummy phone. I've got rid of uh, my mail app. I've got rid of ESPN app. I got rid of um, all uh, Safari. I've got rid of all everything. So the only thing I can really do is text and call uh, now on my cell phone. And I did that because I don't want it following me when I'm in my home. So Mm. I can do those other things during my work hours. But I, I have found in the past couple months since I've done this, it has brought my soul alive and it has helped me become more present because we just, what ends up happening is, is these are subtle things for the first couple of weeks. I'm scrolling on my phone to try to find apps that don't even exist there anymore because, but I realized how, how neurobiologically my brain was wired to just start scrolling. Mm-hmm. And I can't even tell you the amount of time I probably wasted in front of my kids mm. um, by just doing that. And so I just decided I'm going all in on this stuff. Like I just, I don't want to, if I'm, if I'm preaching this message, I want to live this message. And so that was one big reason I was like, I, I felt convicted. I've got to do it. But I just think those screens, if we want our kids to control their screens, especially as they become into their teenage years, we've got to show them how that's done. And I think that it starts there. It it really helps our kids. It helps our kids know their identity before they step out into the world. Otherwise, they'll turn to social media to find their identity. So important. And if if we let social media allow our kids to discover their identity, we can't, we, we, yeah, the sky is the limit on the evil that we're allowing into their minds and uh, where they can go. I mean, Satan can have a field day. All he needs is a cracked door and, and then he comes barging in. You know, interesting topic, and this happened to me two nights ago, and I'm married to the rock starringest of rock star wives. I mean, what a godly, mm-hmm. loyal, amazing woman. And so, again, my son is a junior in in nursing. He's doing his clinicals, and he's studying all the time, and I'm so proud, and he's doing great. And uh, my wife and I were having a conversation, and he took a break at the kitchen table. You know, the kitchen table has now become his study, so we eat at different places. And 
he goes downstairs and we have a gym in our basement and he has a heavy bag and he's starting to hit the heavy bag. And I also have the, the big pads where um, I can, we can do combinations. He's not a boxer, but it really builds up his upper body and it releases all that nervous energy. And so uh, it's, good. It, it's great, but I can also use those times to engage in conversation. And I didn't think of it right away, and maybe I did. And, and again, we spend so much time with our kids, and I'm, we, we, we love being around each other. But my wife said, hey, go get the pads. Don't let him just be down there by himself. I said, oh, you know what? You're right. That's a great idea. So I went down, and, and he had finished, and he was lifting, and I put the pads on, and he didn't know I was there. I came around the corner. I said, hey, buddy, you want to you hit some pads a little bit and do some combinations? And he lit up. And I could see the anxiety going away. Even at 21 years old, almost 22, he's still my kiddo. And so what was going to be just a five-minute burn ended up being a 45-minute workout and conversation with my son. And oh my gosh, it was so amazing. And then I went upstairs and of course my wife and her joking mood said, you know, or she didn't say anything. She had that look on her face like, I told you. And, but, and she was right. I'm like, yeah, you were right. That was amazing. But so important that, and you don't have to have a heavy bag or a gym in your basement or pads on your hands to engage in a conversation and spend time and check in. And my phone was nowhere near me, praise God. So um, I'm so glad that you said that. That's awesome. Uh, it's so good. Well, and I just think it speaks to uh, to what you're like. I, what you did two nights ago speaks to again. It goes back to what the Father did with Jesus. It's just presence. You know, I think a lot of us are looking for, I don't know the next step. You know, I hear this from a lot of men is I can go to work and lead hundreds of people and I come home and don't even know how to lead my own family. Yeah. And it's a heart cry of a lot of men that, that I talk to. And and I, I tell them, man, it just is simple as showing up and just as simple as just putting your phone down and just being in their presence. Yeah. And you might not know where to get started, but the best place to get started is to enter your kid's world and just say, hey, you know, what are you working on? What are you doing right now? Can That's I help? Good. You know, can you show me what you're doing? Like, teach me what you're doing, you know? And so just enter into their world and become a student of your kids. Mm-hmm. And that's what's what they're longing for is they're longing just for our presence. And uh, often it doesn't take a, a lot of uh, complicated strategy. It just takes showing up. Yeah. I'm so glad you said that. And and look, I've got a hundred more questions because I over-researched, but we don't have the time. We've got like five minutes or less <laughs> left. So I'm going to end with no this worries. because yeah, I, I want, I want you to hit on this. I've got people in my life, some friends, some people that I just know or know through my kids and they're already regretting what they didn't do. They're regretting not spending the time. I've heard people say, I wish I wouldn't have worked so much. And the, isn't there a part of a message here that you you don't have to have a bunch of money, live in a big house, go on these extravagant vacations, buy your kids things over and over again, because they don't care about that as much as they care about my, my parents love me. They spent time with me. They coached me. They played a video game with me, if that's the route. It's... Um, we we played uh, we played cards. We sat and talked. We watched a cartoon. We we read the Bible together. We prayed together. All those things. There are so many people out there now as parents that have a lot of regrets. So I guess a two part question: How can they avoid that and get to it before the regrets? And maybe the people that are regretting it now, is it too late? Or how can they regain what's lost? Yeah. No. I. Great questions. I think number one, uh, I'll answer the first one first is, you know, I I would just say, I mean, start now. I mean, keep continuing to listen to watching world podcast, 
Mm. Um, go listen to Famous at Home podcast. We're yes. talking about this stuff all the time. Right. What are new ways that we can enter into our kids' worlds? How do we how do we live this? And you're right, kids don't care about the money and and, and everything. They care about our presence. And so our ability to be able to um, you know, enter into their world is is everything. Is it too late? It is not too late. It is never too late. I think, you know, um, so often, and again, I tell this, whether you have a child who's two, who's 12, who's 22, um, uh, who's 32, uh, simply being able to enter into their world and become a student of your children, mm. become a student of another person. You know, the Bible says, uh, you know, Jesus said to love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul. Um, that is the greatest commandment. But the second, we just live that out with our kids. Love your neighbor, love your kids as you love yourself. What is it that you longed for from your parents? What is it that you wish you would have gotten from them? And turn around and give it to to your kids. Um, I remember reading the, uh, I remember uh, it was so funny. I, I was scrolling through Instagram a couple of years back, about a year ago maybe, and I saw Bob Goff, uh, yeah. which leave it to, to a guy like Bob Goff to do this. But he put in one sentence what took me the entire book of Safe House to write. <laughs> um, he put it in one sentence and he said this. He said, be the adult you needed when you were a child. And wow. I was like, that's it right there. So is it too late? It's never too late. We are seeing um, adult children come back to their parents in ways like we have never seen before because their parents are entering into their kids' worlds and saying, hey, how can I come alongside you? You know, help me understand, you know, become students of your kids. And I'm telling you, uh, it, 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 the, the flip side of that is trying to buy their love. The flip side of that is trying to tell them what to do or try to control your kids. Just enter into their world. Yeah. Learn about them, become students of them, and they are they are going to they are going to fill your ear over time with so much information, and you're going to build a, a bond and a relationship that 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 is just absolutely beautiful. So that's what so I so good. Wow, so say. good. Um, one one of the things you'd mentioned earlier, and I want to end with this here as we as we end the, the, the this episode, you talked about men and women, parents coming into the home understanding who you are the world will tell you something these the critical voice that we always hear you were an athlete i was an athlete we understand that critical voice and we always hear it in our own voice when we when we beat ourselves up but understanding who you are in christ how you are dearly loved and beloved like that matthew 3 god approving of his son yeah. jesus after he came out of the water and the dove descended upon him um, it is amazing. What a great example of God saying, I'm affirming my son's identity, who's already both God and man, the savior of the universe, getting ready to die yeah. for everybody. But I'm affirming his identity. And, and he does that with us because if we can just focus on the truth of the gospel of who Jesus is and who God says we are in Christ, you can walk in confidence instead of that critical voice that says, oh, I've blown it. Look, Romans 12, 2, my favorite, one of my favorite verses, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed mm. by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. God wants us to be godly parents, to train up a child in the way they should go, but understanding our identity and renewing our mind, but getting consistently in God's word will continue to affirm who you are in Christ. And with the Holy Spirit's help and the guidance of the, the, the creator and savior of the universe, we can be the parents we're called to be no matter what stage we're in. And people like Dr. Joshua Straub and his bride, Dr. Christy Straub, are doing this 
every day. So the podcast, Famous at Home, Apple, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Dr. Straub. Josh, tell us, where can they find the book? Yeah, I, I mean, anywhere the books are sold, uh, but famousathome.com will link you to everything that we're doing. So just go to famousathome.com and we'd love to have you part of the journey. Man, it is a pleasure. Thank you for taking the time. Um, thank you for saying yes to us. I am definitely going to stay in touch because even though my kids are in great places, man, um, I need people like you to continue. I love the podcast. I'm going to keep listening. I'm an avid reader, so consider me a fan of, of the books as well. But uh, you have been a rock star for us, and and thank you so much for living out, not being the not talking the talk, but walking the walk first and talking the talk because you've walked the walk and following the Lord. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate it, Les. It's an honor being with you today. You got it. I'm going to give him the proper goodbye, so stay right there, Josh. And and to all of you, thank you so much for listening. Again, famousathome.com, and check out the podcast, Famous at Home. Truly amazing stuff. And wherever books are sold, you can find Famous at Home, Safe House, and many more books by uh, Drs. Joshua and Christy Straub. And thanks for joining us today. If you need anything Abundant Life, Next Steps, Ministries, Counseling, Getting Involved, Serving, whatever you feel led to do, just visit livingproof.co. For Dr. Joshua Straub, I'm Les Norman. And thanks for joining us today on the Watching World Podcast. <laughs>